afternoon, America, and good morning, Australia. Welcome back to Radio Tony, and this is The Soul of Business. Just a reminder, if you're listening live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, uh, please note that we have Payo online ready to answer all your questions and send you links and information from the show today. Uh, don't forget that if you want further information and you miss it as we're going along, jump on to RadioTony.com where you'll find all the information about the soul of business and Damien. Reminder too that the replays are available on Binge TV across the USA and on the Tony TV channel app on all LG, Roku and Samsung smart TVs worldwide. This is the second in our series of co-hosted shows with entrepreneur and businessman Damien Papworth. We're going to be talking about the new way of doing business. And as Damien says, we want to change the world. But before I introduce you to Damien again, I'm going to give you a quick intro to Damien. And our series is aimed at soulpreneurs, healers, spiritual and energy workers, masseuses, and everyone who has a gift that they like to share with the world. We want to make the world a better place. And Damien's craft is business. And this became obvious when he transitioned from corporate to business in the 2000s and quickly built and sold two businesses within the first couple of years. Now on his third business and an, um, another business that created from an idea born out of a sense of purpose, Damien found himself enjoying this business as it grew 10 times to the size of the second. And whilst he was enjoying this, he realised that he wanted to contribute more. And that sparked an idea from his 20 years of the School of Hard Knocks in business. And he wanted to share with the, this with the world. So Damien uh, created the soul of business with the purpose of supporting grassroots service-based businesses to uh, teach them and educate them about working through the business side of things without sacrificing the craft and the passion that they love. So this is the second of our shows and this week we're going to talk about connection. Good morning, Damien. Good morning, Tony. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We were just discussing before we went live on the show, Damien's hoping to go... Uh, diving uh, soon because in Australia up the eastern side of the coast is um, whale and Man are they manta rays Damien? Yeah manta rays they're migrating yeah. at the so moment. They're migrating and he wants to go diving and see them um, so but the the issue is that there's a little bit of a lockdown COVID situation in New South Wales which might preclude him from going but anyway I digress it's winter in Australia and there's lots of good things happening but today we want to talk about connection connection to self connection to tribe and connection to your business Damien why is connection to self so important for you and your business? Yeah, so I think um, I think I, I talk about the three layers of connection and, and they're so important um, and the, the different the different connections that are interesting to look at because some are just there and some yep. you have to work to get, but the ones mm -hmm. that you work to get tend to stick, whereas the ones that are just there at the start intuitively tend to get in the way and we tend because they're automatic. Yes. Um, so, but we need them all for a business to work in a, in a, 
purpose-driven um, scenario, like a person, a purpose-driven, passionate yeah. person who's living their craft, we need all three levels of connection. And I talk about you know connection to ourselves, connection to craft, and connection to the business. Um, yeah. So why is connection to ourself so important? And the reason why is because that's where it all starts. So we start with, with a real passion to change the world or a real passion to share a gift with the world or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's automatic. It's just it's something we've got this burning desire inside us to do something. And, yeah. you know, I was just talking to a lady yesterday who was, who's helping me look at some, some grants, for example, um, and I was just talking to her about grants for three different business, businesses I have. And yeah. just mentioning the solar business is one of them, um, development grants for, mm-hmm. for, this sort of, for this sort of business. And she yeah. started talking about, oh, I've had this idea, this thing that I've wanted to bring. And she's, you know, she's doing grants, but everyone has this. You know, everyone yeah. could be an accountant or a lawyer or something or, or anything, you know, uh, anything in, in commerce. But almost all of us have this deep burning desire, something that we love to bring it to the world. And we've got this connection mm-hmm. to it. And we get in the way, you know, usually we, yeah. and we, get, we get in the way because we're not aware. We're not aware of, because it's automatic, because it's coming from our heart and our soul. We don't, um, you know, you've got thinking, which we, which is our awareness. And then you've got feeling, which we're usually unaware and we, we're automatic a lot of times with that. So um, some of us are lucky, you know, some of us are, are lucky in that we get the opportunity to connect with that passion, that purpose, and then turn it into something else. Some of us are super, super lucky when we realize that at the start of our careers, sometimes it takes us a long time to get to it. Yes. But, but the problem is that, um, that I see quite often, the challenge that I see with, with many, many people is that no matter when we get to it, if we're lucky enough to get to it, it's still, you know, we're still, we still, we lack awareness with how we bring it into business, bring it into, um, mm. you know, into into a gift for the world. Um, so we get in the way and we get in the way with lack of awareness. So I was just going to say, Damien, so um, whilst a lot of us have that burning desire and passion for many people, um, that getting in the way and they're saying that, that those messages that we have inside our mind around oh, I could never do that or, or that's not achievable or those are the things that stop us. And I yeah. think the purpose of this discussion is to make people aware that those conversations are happening in your mind all the time and they may actually be stopping you from living your life's passion and desire. Yeah, 100%. So there's, a, you know, there's this thing that everyone talks about called imposter syndrome. You know, it's and it's a real yeah. thing, and um, and the problem with it is that it speaks to, like the imposter speaks to everyone, and that the basic message is you're not good enough. You know, who are you to get yeah. this to the world? And so, the reason why it's there, I mean, firstly, the reason why it's there is because, and there's two reasons why it's there that I see with the people that yeah. I talk to, and and myself also. Um, you know, yeah. it doesn't go away. Uh, with awareness, we can use it as a tool. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but we can use it, you know. We, um, I mean, I in the solar business, I've got a um, a module on it, mm. which I call from tyrant to tool, or you know, how to use this instead of you know taking us away from the tyranny of not doing stuff. How can we use it to to move forward and to to develop? But 
the reason why it's there, and there's two reasons. One is that because what we do matters. You know, we care about what we do. We yes. want to serve. We want to help people. So it matters. You know, we care. Um, the only people I've ever met who haven't um, got a sense of, of the imposter, who don't, don't have that negative self-talk, mm -hmm. are people who don't really care about anyone. You know, they're there to get their slice of the pie and they don't really care what happens mm -hmm. on the other side. Um, so that real deep sense of, of care and of service and of, I, you know, I have a gift to give creates challenges for us because um, if we fail, you know, it's, it's sort of linked to a sense of, you know, failing ourselves, you know, of, you know our identity yes. is failing rather than this thing's failing. So there's a real fear around that. So we tell ourselves, Am I, is this something I really want to give? Is this, who am I to give this to the world? I'm just me, I'm little, little old me, and who am I to give this to yep. the world? Which is a problem. Now, the other, the other challenge with this is that because this is super important to us and because it's, you know, born from a passion, a deep desire, we're also on yeah. a journey. Right? We're on a journey yeah. of mastery. So mastery can never be achieved. You know, because once we get Thankfully. to the next level, yeah, well, once we get to the next level, we've got the next level of expect self-expectation and then we get to that and there's the next level. So it can never be achieved. Now, the problem with that is, and, and the, the closer we get to mastery, the more we see we can grow. And then we tell ourselves, well, I've yeah. got these gaps. How can I share that? You know, how can I share why I've got these holes? Um, you know, how yes. can I share what I have? How can I actually get people to pay for what I have when I've got so far to go? But the problem is it never ends. Um, and this is what, you know, this so is what you I you may as well, so you may as well actually use that desire and passion and still keep growing but at least share it with the world because and Damien we've talked about this before that yeah. humans are unique the way that they uh, converse and the way that they share wisdom is really unique and if you don't present your uniqueness to the world that means someone misses out so if people don't hear Damien's message or what Damien's talking about then someone misses out and if you start to look at it that way that actually helps well the negativity that runs through everybody's brain even successful people Damien so you're um, someone I look to, up to as being highly successful but I know from our conversations that this still happens to you yeah so let's there's two there's two points there one is let's look at the uniqueness first because this is, this is probably one of the most profound things that I've learned um, in mm -hmm. business, but in life, in life generally, because, you know, in this moment now, um, every single one of us in this moment, in this exact moment right now, every single one of us yeah. has had has such a unique experience up to this point, has such unique um, insights, has such unique feelings, has, you know, who every single person right now you me everyone has a completely unique yeah. perspective that not only is unique now it's never ever been had before you know insights today that have never ever been had yeah. before and can only be had in this moment like tomorrow we'll all be yeah. different and we'll have different insights so yeah. what we have now it's so beautifully powerful and um and you know it's just it's this moment. It'll it'll never be 
you know, what we can share today, we'll never be able to share again, ever. And no one else before us has been able to share this in this moment. And no one ever again will be able to share what we have right now. And that is because so Because we're powerful. constantly changing. Yeah, we're constantly right. changing. So if we don't share what we have now, because we're telling ourselves we're on this path, I mean, the journey to mastery is important. But if we don't share what we have now on that path, the world will lose that forever. Mm. You know, what, what a tragedy that would be. Yes. yes. That we've yes. actually, we've taken away yeah. something from the, you know, the, the cosmic experience, from the universal experience, because, you know, we don't think we're perfect yet. But, you know, everything that we've got and have developed and have learned and have experienced is absolutely perfect to share with the world in this moment. For that moment. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so that's super important. And when we and, and the reason why that's important is because people everyone around us is on their own journey of mastery of various kinds too and what we have to this yeah. point of experience is going to you know is going to add value to their journey in this moment because in 10 years when we've gone to the next steps of mastery the people that we are helping now are they're going to be different people we won't be able to help the people we that's can help right. them. we have to we'll be helping people mm -hmm. up here so yeah, um, yeah. And as far as do you ever does imposter imposter ever disappear? It doesn't, you know. As you as you <laughs> as you evolve, as you get to your own levels of mastery, so does the imposter. The imposter grows up too, and it matures, and it finds other ways to whisper its poison into your ears. So, uh, and that's why awareness. You know, when I say connection to yourselves, it's all about awareness. What's yes. it saying? What, when's it saying it? What's the message? When is yeah. it saying? Because because it, it always whispers when you're at your weakest. You know, for me, for me, it's like, you know, like when I talk about it, I like it wakes me up at 3 a.m. in the morning and it yes. whispers into my ear, Damien, you don't know what you're talking about. What are you, what are you going to do that for tomorrow? You've got no idea. No one wants to listen to that. And I'm like, who on earth would do that to a friend? You know, ring them up in three, yes. at 3 a.m. in the morning and tell them you're crap, basically. Um, you don't do that to friends. So this thing isn't a friend either, you know. No. So Maybe, all over what do you do at 3 a.m.? What do you do in that moment at 3 a.m.? I tell it. I said, look, you know what? It's 3 a.m. in the morning. You've just woken me up and told me I'm crap. Sorry about the, the word, but um, <laughs> that's what you've told me. You're not a really good person. I'm going to, I'm not going to talk to you till, till 7 a.m. I'm going to have a coffee. I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to go for a walk or a run. And let's have that conversation yeah. at 7 a.m., you know, when I'm strong. So I put it off. I just put it off and, yes. you know, 7 a.m. comes around and, and he doesn't turn up. He's not there anymore. He, he's afraid. He's gone away and then I get scared. on with my day. That's it. But, you know, that's just, you know, yeah. practical. Um, I mean, another thing around imposter two that I do, which I think is really powerful, is whenever anyone shares appreciation with me, I'll, um, you know, they send a text saying yeah. thanks for this or, um, yes. what. You know what we did the other day was great i'll just take a screenshot of that and i'll put it in a folder on my photos and you know we all go through stages where we, we sort of doubt ourselves and when i do that i just go through yeah. that folder and see all the beautiful messages people have shared with me and that's enough to pick me up and keep me moving so yeah, yeah um yeah. but yeah it doesn't then go away on, it's, it's... just quickly on that imposter syndrome um and again i i know we've talked about this before but for Australians, um, there's something that we particularly struggle with because we have what is called the tall poppy syndrome, our love of taking down anyone who's doing 
good stuff in the world. And it's uniquely Australian. My American friends don't seem to have the same impetus to take other people down there. This is a uniquely Australian idea. And I think as Australians that that imposter syndrome uh, and that tall poppy syndrome, they're inherently linked. And I know that um, you have to work quite hard to keep them under control and it's good that we're able to um, understand that there's things that you can do to put them off and to, yeah. to work out how to get around them. And again, it comes back to that connection to self and that awareness to self because once you have awareness, then you can work out strategies to control it or strategies to work around it. That's really important in your business journey, Jamie, the business journey, isn't it, Jamie? No, it is too. It's um, so I think one of the things. So that tall poppy syndrome is definitely, it's definitely here in Australia. But I think one of the things to think yeah. about, if if that's coming up a lot, um, you know, talking about the the universal laws which we've got coming up in later we have. weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is one of the things. If this is coming up in your life often, you know, that you're probably energetically attracting it, um, and. Yeah. So one of the questions that I'd ask you, like I'm not talking to you, Tony, but if someone came to me saying, I've yeah. got these poor, poor yeah. poppy people around me all the time, saying, well, what's your relationship with other people who are successful? And what you tend to find is that, mm. um, you know, someone who is jealous of or is critical of other people's success is drawing that kind of energy back to them. So, I, you know, there was a yeah. time where yeah. I, I saw a lot of that around me and I don't really, I've, I've got amazing, inspiring people around me now and that none of that happens in my life anymore. And I think that's, that's right. A, a I yes. Thing, so, except my imposter, he wants to take me down a, a notch or two <laughs> at three a.m. Yes. So. That imposter keeps coming around. Um, when at the the point you just mentioned, Damien, is about the people around you, the support that you have around you, which leads us into connection to tribe, which is incredibly important if yeah. we want to deliver from a heart space um, yep. and give our gifts to the world. So I think, um, yeah, so tribe and craft are the same thing that sort of, I mean, the craft is what we do and what we gift and a tribe of the people who receive it. And, you know, it's yeah. similar to the connection to ourselves and our deep burning passion and, and the, the gift we want to give, a connection to um, our tribe usually comes pretty easy as far as purpose work. Mm. Um, but it's yeah. one, again, it's one of those things because it comes easy at the start. And usually it comes easy at the start because it goes to something like this. We've got this, we give it to the you know, close people, uh, people close to us, family and friends, and they go, wow, that's amazing. Um, and they usually don't yeah. pay for it because, you know, they're family, friends, and we're just gifting what we have. Um, and at some point, they, we get recommended to someone else from a, like a referral, mm -hmm. and we don't even know what to charge. So we just give it away pretty much for, you know, $20 an yeah. hour or something like that, because uh, yeah. we don't yeah. know what we're doing. And, um, and that's how we start. And, you know, it feels so good yeah. because wow, we've got this passion and people love it enough that not only do they want to consume it, but they want, they're happy to pay mm -hmm. me for it, even though we're at probably yeah. charged, you know, 30% of what industry rates are, that kind of thing. Um, but that's how we get in. So yeah. we feel really connected. We feel connected to people who need our gifts and it feels amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But we're also, you know, the, the, the purpose and the passion people of the world, 
one of the key parts of it is we want to serve. You know, we're here to make the world a better place. We're here to share a gift. We're here in service too. Yeah. Um, and that's mm-hmm. super important. It's, you know, one of the, and in our second module of the um, the solar business, I ask everyone, I just want to verify now that you're here when you're moving, I just want to 100% be sure, I want a commitment from you that you are here in authentic service to your tribe. Um, yes. Uh, one of the early starters of solar business asked, what what would happen if someone said, no, I'm just here to get what I, what I my share. I'm, well, they're not part of the solar business. <laughs> I, I would not let them be a client. Um, and it's so yeah. important because it wouldn't, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't work for them anyway, but I don't want, you know, I don't want my tribe to be polluted by that energy kind of thing, but this is it. So we're in service. Um, we've done this thing and it's been amazing. And someone who's part of our tribe has been served and they're better for it in a very Happy. small way. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a very small way. And we've changed the world. You know, we've started yeah. that step. We're changing the world now, but then, um, that person says, but do you know what I really need? And it's different. You know, ah. so maybe, maybe we're doing, um, you know, maybe someone's doing Reiki, for example. Mm-hmm. But do you know what? I, I really need, like my shoulders are really stiff, so I really need like a, a, a shoulder massage. But we don't do right. massage. But in that moment, what we want to help, so we get in and we start sort of, you know, doing some, you know, just sort of a, a, a light sort of touch or a light rub to relax the shoulders. And yes. then all of a sudden we're doing that with every client and it's not our thing and we're not trained. And mm. then the next one's like, well, do you know what I need? And I don't know, maybe it's a foot rub or maybe it's something. That, maybe it's um, yes. you know, maybe it's, it's sound healing. Maybe I, I really want the vibration of the crystal singing bowl. So we bring that into what we're doing. And all of a sudden we're doing all these things that we've got no idea about. Um, yes. But what we really loved, what our craft was the Reiki. That was our craft, and that's where we're yes. into flowing. That's where we can give the best to the world. Um, but we're doing all this other stuff now. And when we're doing it, what we we realised that when we started doing Reiki, at the start, you know, no matter how we started, at the end of the session, we're on a high. You know, and energy was high, and we were buzzing because we were in flow. Right. You know, we were yes. gifting the world what, what we had from our heart. But now all of a sudden we're finding even though we're getting good feedback, reasonable feedback, we're getting nice compliments, that kind of stuff, at the end of that, session we're, we're drained we're, we're low on energy because we're doing stuff where yeah. we're not in flow even if we're enjoying it you know it's not the yeah. one of the aspects of flow is that our energy increases you know if the day's gone we haven't eaten but we've got more energy at the end of the day than the start that's when you're in flow that's right but when we're when we lose awareness and this happens with every single profession every single um trade in the world we the um you know, the, the demands of our clients, the demands of our tribe yes. can sometimes throw us off and we start trying, because we're in service, we want to help. We're in service, we want to help. So we say, yes, yes, yes. And we do all this stuff and it feels bad, mm. you know, or if, or it drains yeah. us. You know, and straight away we're like, yes. why did I say yes? Um, if we're unaware, we end up creating a business doing all this stuff that's not even us. Mm. So, so that connection yeah. to tribe and craft together, it doesn't work one other, but tri- tribe and craft has to come. So what if, yeah. if we're really aware with what we're doing, what we'll end up doing is recognizing the needs of our tribe um, and where it's outside, you know, alignment with what we do from our heart or from our soul, we find, we bring other people into our circle and then they can, we can, we can provide them a, a better, um, you know, a better, more holistic approach to what we're doing in our in a business side of our craft by bringing other people who are, so mm-hmm. everyone's in flow, everyone's serving from that state yeah. of flow. 
Yeah, because there will be other people that are really brilliant at, say, shoulder massage, and that's their thing, and that's what they love to do. So allow them to do that versus taking you away from your specific passion and purpose. And part of that conversation is to know very clearly, be very clearly connected to self so that you know, no, this craft of this, the Reiki that I do, that's what I'm good at. That's where I'm happiest. That's what I need to focus on. Um, We do we can get easily pulled away from our our core fundamental um, passion and purpose, can't we, Damien? And we need to have the awareness that brings us back to what we're here for. Absolutely. And so what happens, I mean, with awareness, typically awareness gives you 90% of the answer. So with awareness, you can, it's, most of us don't live in awareness, though, unfortunately. Most of us live in no. automatic mode. Can, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so once once you're aware of what's going on, you just put little, um, what do you call it, fire breaks in the way of it. So when someone asks for something, you have a little process. Um, I had this uh, with a friend just yesterday. We were talking about um, yeah. she with her Instagram. I think she's watching today. So with her Instagram, she was... <laughs> She accepted a, um, you know, basically a, what do you call it, a promotion, a promoted post for someone who asked to do a promoted post. Yeah. It didn't feel great about it. So, you know, we put a little mm-hmm. process in that, you know, basically she says, I have to check with a business partner and when, when any of these comes up and it just gives a, a break so there's not an immediate yes to something where we can just bring it back down and then, you know, make a better decision at, outside the moment. So you can you can do that with hundreds of different ways. You can put little fire breaks when you're aware of you going down a path that's not consistent with um, where Absolutely. you want to go, um, yeah, and and then it just you, you bring that awareness into the moment because you've got that little trigger. Oh, this is that moment. That's that moment, and then you can move, make wiser yeah. decisions. Because as your tribe or business starts to grow and you're starting to inter- interact with more and more people, um, people will be drawn to you. And when they're drawn to you, there will be offers and and those offers are the, the things that you need to guard yourself against. I yeah. had a wonderful offer just recently from an international company who wanted to partner with me to deliver a certain set of services. Those services are completely outside of what I do and it's a wonderful offer international um, company uh, branches all over the world high profile etc etc but it's not what I do it's not part of my core business and the writing the email back to them and saying thank you so much I'm truly grateful for your offer but this is not right for me was hard in that moment but then you step back from it and go, okay, there's something else. Something else will come. And that knowing and sticking to what you're good at, what your craft and business is about is key to growing to that next level because there will always be things to take you away from what you're passionate about, won't there? Yeah. Particularly I mean, the doing of business, you know, bookkeeping, although yeah. – of the wonderful people out there who love books and numbers, fantastic, thank you. 
but for me that's probably not really my forte and um, I need to guard myself against going into things that aren't part of what I'm passionate about or what my vision and mission and for the business is. But yes, it is difficult, Damien, when you get those offers um, to promote or partner or whatever, you've got to go back to your core. Is this like if if you're a Reiki expert and someone offers you uh, a post or promotional post about, I don't know, jewellery, is that really, you know? And it's lovely yeah. and it's wonderful. So the jewellery is fantastic. But is it is yeah. it so, your core purpose? So it happens all the time. I'll give you an example of how it happened with me, if you like. Um, and yeah. but the problem, the real problem is what happens is when we we run aware, we end up in this thing that we that we started with this high degree of energy and passion and flow, and we end up feeling stuck and trapped. And that's a horrible feeling yes. when it's supposed to be this thing that's coming from your heart and a thing of service to the world. So, but I mean, here's, it's a perfect example. So probably with, with Globatel, four years ago, we started building a sales team in South Africa. Now we do all our copywriting yeah. out of South Africa. So a good, good team there. And South Africa is pretty unique for us because we sell into South Africa as well as having an operations team there. So it's a little bit unique as far as the overall Globatel structure. Um, so I went over and we're building a sales team to get out and sell our services to digital agencies over there. And yeah. a handful of our clients um, heard that. And, you know, internally we just called it a sales masterclass and it was five days and it was yes. just hardcore. Let's, let's do sales training, marketing training, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All the content was prepared. And a bunch of our clients heard about it and said, oh, we want sales training too. Can we come along and sit in? And mm-hmm. it wasn't appropriate because... It was, I mean, we were, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is how we sell to the digital agencies. So it wasn't really appropriate that yeah. someone who was, was a They prospect, were there listening. Yeah, so yeah. I, would have, I would have had to change the the training um, if they were there in the audience. So, and I didn't want to do that. I want to keep it pure for, for the business. And But I said, look, how about I come back in three months and I'll, I'll tailor a sales masterclass for you guys. And they said, love it, it sounds awesome. So I did that three months later, mm-hmm. I came back and we did a, a road show. We were in Johannesburg and then we went down to Cape Town and then we went up to Durban. Um, and, you know, we presented to, I think, 60 to 100 digital agencies this sales masterclass and it was brilliant. So, yeah. you know, at Globatel, we do service delivery, we do fulfillment. We don't really do sales yeah. training. Um, but it works so well and we build quite a database out of it. Uh, so we got clients out of it. It worked really well. So I did it again next year and a different sales masterclass. Mm-hmm. And I remember then I did it the third year and I remembered when I was down in Cape Town and I mean, we spent a bomb. I mean, getting over there and hiring rooms yeah. and all the marketing and advertising. Um, and I remember I had three staff in the room that I was presenting in this amazing place down at the um, waterfront in Cape Town. And mm. there were two people who were watching my presentation Um so three staff in the room plus me, and there was two people in the audience watching. One of them was a client of one of our of one of our agencies. So I wasn't even getting clients out of it. I was like, I was just thinking, how did I get here? So we deliver website yeah. wholesale and you know SEO wholesale, and here I am in a room yeah. of zero, presenting sales training for digital agencies, and we're not even a training organisation. We're not a sales organisation. We we do fulfilment, um, but this is the yeah. example. Like I, I was 
you know, a client came, clients came and gave us some feedback that this is what we need. We turned it into something mm-hmm. that it was that we weren't because um, it felt good at the start and we had some impact at the start. Yeah. It went amazingly at the mm-hmm. start. It came its own thing without awareness and it was never going to work because it's not what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, I can just remember like just that dread of seeing the marketing figures come through for this this sales training that no one wanted at the time from this organisation that doesn't do sales training at the time. And it was just a big awakening. It was, I let that happen. Yeah. I, that just yeah. happened. You know, business is, a, I, I talk often about business being a living, breathing, sovereign entity. It's its own thing. It's got its own yeah. life. Um, and if you yeah. don't, if you don't control it and direct it as, as its leader, you know, as a leader, it'll take yeah. control. It'll take you down these paths that you never really, never expected. It's quite funny. But yeah, so so even so even after all of your decades in in business, Damien, this sort of thing can still happen. You can still be drawn away from what is your core business and core purpose. You can still be drawn away if you're not careful. Hundred um, percent, absolutely. So one of the you know one of the things with the solar business I don't want to do is become a business coach. I don't want to do one-on-one business coaching. Yeah. Yeah, when I no. was at the Mind Body Spirit exhibition in May, I had about four or five people saying, "I don't want to, I don't want to do, um, you know, I don't want to do group mentoring. I want a one-on-one coach." And I'm tempted every time. Uh, so yes. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. getting pulled in that direction that I don't want to go. Um, but the other thing too is you can attract the wrong clients at times. So that's talking about um, mm-hmm. moving from your craft and going down, you know, rabbit holes that you shouldn't be going down. But attracting the wrong, um, yeah. not being aware of the you know, when you get people into your business that you serve that aren't a, an aligned, genuine member of your tribe, you know, that can yeah. throw you off too. That can throw you off. And, you know, I talk a little bit about uh, back just before COVID hit the world, um, you know, six months before that, yeah. we had a lot of clients in our network that weren't good for us. You know, we, we made a decision over three months to drop seven clients, which basically cost us a half a million a year in revenue. And Ooh. so that was a big decision. Um, and that yeah. was just before COVID hit too. We didn't expect COVID to hit straight after that. But, um, <laughs> hit anyone. <laughs> but the, the point with that is when, you, when, when people come into your business that aren't part of your mm-hmm. tribe, they, they also will take your energy. They'll take your drive and your passion. And, when you, and what happens then is they'll start referring other people from their networks that aren't part of your tribe either. So it, like it escalates and it amplifies and all of a sudden you're getting more and more people that shouldn't be shouldn't yeah. be with you who keep coming to you. So, you know, it's important to get rid of those. And there's a lot of fear about that. You know, I, I need the money, yeah. I need the cash flow, I can't get rid of it. But literally when we, when we made that decision to remove that $500,000 from our books going forward, yes. we, we replaced that in At eight weeks. Start of COVID. We actually replaced it in eight weeks. Oh, it's wow. eight weeks and wow. and much more harmonious. And that, that's what you can grow from. You know, much more harmonious clients, you know, clients that were fully aligned with, with what we truly offered yeah. and what, what we truly could do. And you know, the problem is, you know, your business is as strong as the clients you say no to, basically. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone's you- everyone's got those clients right in this moment. They're thinking right now, thinking. You know what they? You know, we, they talk about vampires. You know, they, they suck the energy out of you, and um, you know, energetic yeah. vampires. But you, if you just get rid of them, 
<laughs> just get rid of them because yeah. they'll be replaced by someone who lights up your life while you're serving them. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damien, that, um, that what we're talking about today is connection to um, self and, and tribe and business. So if you're very clear on what that connection looks like, that's yeah. going to help your business grow and develop and be long-term viable, isn't it? Absolutely. So, I mean, the first two connections we talk about were connection to ourselves, which is the, the passion piece. Yeah. It's already there. Yeah. We need to be aware of it yeah. because sometimes it takes us down. Sometimes we get in the way of it ourselves because of that little voice that whispers in. That voice mind. in your head, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. second connection is to our craft and to our tribe. What we haven't yeah. talked about yet, and that one's the same one. That one's already there because that comes naturally. As soon as we mm. step into, into service, that's that's there. But once again, we have to be careful and aware because other people's influence that come into our business can distract yeah. from what we're doing. The last connection is yep. to the business. So the, the first yep. two are interesting because they're innately there. That's, that's what drives us. The last one's business. Yep. And this one is the one we have to learn. Yep. This is the one we have to yes. develop. Um, because... Business feels transactional and tacky and it doesn't feel great. It feels like, you know, we all of a sudden talking about these concepts. Exchange of, of money. Yeah, taking. You know, we're here to serve, but we have to take all of a sudden. Um, mm. And I think there's a bunch of different things surrounding this and holding this together. But one of the core things for me, yeah. and I've thought a lot about this, is the language of business is appalling. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it is, um, like everything to do with business is, we should say, is a, um, an extension to our craft. You know, all businesses, mm. all businesses is a, a universally, globally accepted bridge for us to reach our clients, to reach the people we're supposed That's to serve. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. But the way it works, it doesn't feel like that. And the reason no, why, I think a big part of the reason it doesn't feel like that is because of the language. Um, yeah. So when I think about the language of business, I try to work out what is the purpose of this, these words. Now let's mm. talk about like I want to I want to help people heal their deep emotional wounds. And now let's talk about yeah. marketing database, clients, revenue, profit. You know, it doesn't quite yeah. check out. So what's it's the purpose okay. of the language of business? And the only thing I can work out the purpose of the language of business is so we get to work out how much tax we have to pay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So what I've been trying to do is work out business language in a way that keeps us really connected to what we're doing. So when we talk and about... so good, audience. You have to... I'm sorry, I get ex I get excited this because when I first met, met Damien, um, this was a, a, a light bulb and an aha moment for me, the way that Damien speaks about business in a way that spoke to my heart and soul versus the transactional nature of business. Yeah. So audience, I really want you to try and grasp these concepts today. For those of you in business that struggle with business terminology, this will change the way you think. Sorry, Damien, go on. No, absolutely. And it's all really like every every term in business is really important. It's really it's a really important yeah. building block for the bridge that we're supposed to walk yeah. to connect with our clients. Um, so what do we talk about? We talk about you know social media numbers, social media followers and likes and that kind of stuff. Well, that's that's our influence. They're the people we can reach. 
So then we talk about database, you know, emails and phone numbers on our list, database. What does that mean? Why don't we talk about our tribe? These are the people we can communicate with. So we talk about tribe instead of database. What about our clients? You know, clients or customers, well, they're actually the people that we we impact. So we call impact. We call clients impact. Yeah, I love that because part of my foundational structure is about impact. And by swapping that terminology in my mind, it's had quite a profound impact on the way that I think about it. So uh, impact, impact, impact. (laughs) But if you think about it in those terms, it's much, it just makes sense to me. 100%. So money, like revenue. What does revenue mean? I don't know. But why don't we call it reflected value? Sometimes we call it karma because, you know, it's the exchange for the energy. Money's an energy. When we talked about this yep. the other day, um, Tony, like yeah. everything's an energy, everything's got its flow. You know, money yeah. stops flowing when we hoard it, when we want to store it. You know, when money comes yeah. in, we're supposed to shift it on and shift it on and shift it on. That's how we impact the world. Yeah. That's how it flows. But um, so, yeah, so money is a reflected value of what we're gifting the world. So if we're thinking this, this is actually karmic, this is our karmic exchange, it yeah. feels pretty good when we see that number grow. Uh, it feels pretty good when we see uh, this year we've got an extra zero on the end of our karmic flow than what we had on last year. That's a pretty good feeling kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about business plans. Well, that's kind of manifestation. <laughs> Profe- professional, <laughs> professional development. Professional development is um, mindfulness. Marketing. What are we doing with marketing? Well, we're surrendering our purpose. That's what marketing is. You know, so there's there's... And what about all the, I mean, we can talk about all the um, physical things we have to do with business, like product development and legals and that kind of stuff. Well, that's alchemy. That's turning the the ideas into the mm-hmm. precious gemstones. You know, it's, it's alchemy. And, you know, reporting, that's when we're getting our answers from the universe. You know, that's hearing our answers. So, um, you know, meeting minutes is honouring our journey. So we, re- we completely rewrite the language of business so that... Business language, yeah. And yeah. it's not to make us feel good. It's to remind us exactly what no. we're doing. You know, it's a connection reminding us to exactly what we're doing at all steps of um, of business. So when we, when we remember yeah. what we're doing, we're not getting clients or we're not building a database. What we're actually doing is connecting with our tribe so that we can help them on their journey. That feels yeah. much better. Damien, when we first spoke about the the language around business, um, and I, I started to think, oh, this is this is really great from my own personal business and perspective. And when we did that, I then went and attached a vision to that. So when you talk about the energy of money, I now have a vision in my mind that and and I'll just quickly share with the audience and that vision is um the inflow and outflow of dollars and my vision is just dollars fluttering down in and fluttering back out but also (laughs) I've got uh, in that vision is a table with little piles of money that 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 stack up and they flutter off and they flutter back down and they flutter off and they flutter back down I found, and I don't know if um, you've heard this before, Damien, but I found that attaching the vision, the vision, to the terminology was powerful for me. 
Um, and those are the sorts of things that you want to create with solar business is that people start to look and think about business in a different way. And that's the whole um, impetus behind the solar business, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, connecting visualization is a really great way to bring the energy that you want um, to yeah. you. And affirmations also, affirmation super important. Like I'll start my day with, um, an affirmation today I'm, I'm channeling the inspiration that's going to change the world you know so I repeat that quite yes. often um, particularly at the start of the day but um, so I think you know, one of the things that we do to hold everything together is trying to connect in every element of our business and I started with mm-hmm. job, job descriptions with employees so when we, we build a team yeah. Typically, we go out and we look at the tasks that they need to do and the qualifications. So you've got a bookkeeper. You talked about bookkeepers before, you know, someone doing yeah. payroll. You know, let's talk about someone who's doing mm-hmm. payroll. Um, mm-hmm. you know, what do they do? They're kidding. They've got to understand the bookkeeping system. They make sure that, that, that you know, at pay time, they make sure that everyone gets the money in their bank account. They make sure the tax is deducted right. If there's superannuation or whatever, you know, provident fund sort of um, payment, that that's all correct. Now, they're the tasks that they do, and that's what people typically do with um, with job descriptions. Now, yeah. what we look at instead of a job description is a, is a purpose promise. And what the oh, purpose promise this. is, yeah, it's not a job description. It's the promise of service behind, you know, this position. Hmm. And we started with yeah. we started with um, with job descriptions. We started with roles in the business, but we apply it now to everything yeah. to, to new products. You know, so if I'm going to do another sales roadshow through South Africa, we'd run a purpose promise for this. And it's got three sections, basically. The first section is, what's the purpose behind this? You know, what's the actual purpose? You know, what is the promise of the work to the world or to the tribe that this role contains? And someone in payroll, for example, you know, the, their purpose, yeah. you know, their frontline, um, frontline human resource, job satisfaction, you know, their frontline job satisfaction, yeah. their role is to keep everyone happy in the business. Because yeah. if people don't get paid right, there's yeah, unhappy. they're not happy. That's right. So we start off with what's the actual purpose behind this? The purpose behind a payroll clerk is to make sure everyone in the business is happy. That's your that's your job. That's the very first line of, of job satisfaction for the yeah. business. So and obviously it'd be a bit more complex because there'd be other bits of purpose too, yeah. um, and not and not complete responsibility. I know other things will make people unhappy <laughs> at work, but but that you see yeah. the idea of the purpose behind that and. Yeah. Um, but then instead of like typically a job description, we'll look at tasks and mm-hmm. um, tasks don't get things done. Tasks are ticked off a list, but, you know, yeah. ra- raising kids, the number of times I ask them to clean the kitchen and they come up and say it's clean yeah. and I bring them back in. And my son said, I wiped the bench and which went straight on the floor and my daughter put the dishes in the dishwasher. And I say, well, is the kitchen clean? That's the outcome. And they're like, oh, no, Dad, it's a pigsty. And I'm like, but I, but I did this and I did this and I did this. And they're looking at tasks rather than outcomes. So the second stage is we look at outcomes with everything. So we've got a purpose. Yeah. What are the outcomes? So the outcomes of a Reiki yeah. session is someone sees the healing they need to do and have a, something to walk out the door with kind of thing. Or, yeah. um, you know, so really, really clear idea of what are the outcomes that we can give our tribe. And then, then we look at the essence of how we do it. And the essence is a combination. Are, are there required skills? Um, but more importantly, yes. what is, how is the way we do it? 
you know, because we want people to feel a certain way. We don't want, you know, if we do things the wrong way, we're not going to change the world yeah. anyway. So the essence part yeah. is really important. And, you know, most people call that um, code of conduct, but we talk about the essence of what we do. So, yeah, so that's a much better way. Yeah. So basically you can, you can create, you know, we start doing this sort of structure at the top with the business itself. What's the purpose of the business? What are the outcomes of the business in, in terms of um, tribe? And then what are, what's the essence yeah. of the business? And every element of the whole business has to be aligned with that. So you can create complete al alignment through all the different offerings, through all the different um, team members, through you do it for your clients yeah. and for your suppliers, you know, so they have to fit in, in alignment yeah. with um what we're trying to do and through that alignment that sort of structural alignment based on on our gifts based on our vision you can't mm. not live in flow unless yes. someone's not yeah. living that that purpose yeah yeah so, so that's um, i know yeah as part of that um purpose promise work i've started doing that in my own business and i've just started doing one around um, partnerships and what a uh, purpose promise for a partnership would look like in terms of my unique business and, and what I do. And I have to say that it, it's a powerful exercise, Damien, to look at things from that perspective versus, you know, more traditional business wording, code yeah. of conduct, uh, okay. whatever. It, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, code of conduct, um, I, both of us come, Damien and I both come from a corporate um, world and code of conduct is just one of the fundamentals when you go to work with a big corporation, that's what they throw out. This is the code of conduct. How much better would it be if we looked at things from that purpose promise and this is this is what we expect from our employees in terms of um, those behaviors and their connection to the corporation much better way of looking at it and a uh, much better way to do business ultimately isn't it yeah this is the essence of who we are this is what we create for our clients and this is this is the yeah. promise when it all when it all works together in alignment Definitely, definitely. And that that terminology and, and thoughts don't just apply to um, small business, but you, they can be, Globatel is, is a big business and yeah. you've done it in your big business. So we know that, that that terminology and that thought, it works, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. So we, we have it slightly, well, we have the terminology slightly different in Globatel, um, yeah, but... Yeah. It really, it's it's exactly the same structure. It's it's what's the purpose, what's the vision, what are the outcomes we're trying to achieve, and what's how mm. how are we going about it. And it's it, yeah. it works really well when you start at the top, and every single yes. element underneath there, you've got this big triangle of hundred percent aligned. There's nothing out of alignment with what's next. The yeah. the purpose of yeah. you know the promise, the purpose promise of what's above that or what's containing that. Yeah. And Damien, that goes for all of your teams of people across the planet, from your developers to to everyone within Globatel, doesn't it? That's correct, and they they get reviewed every year. Every single one gets reviewed every year, yeah. just because outcomes change. Yeah. You know, outcomes change over over years, and that's part of your. I won't say business planning. I'll start that. That's part of your your business manifestation. Yeah. I was going to say that let's 
that I, business manifestation versus business planning just makes so much more sense um, in trying to connect to your business. For me, particularly, that just makes so much more sense. Um, yeah. So one of the other things that um, I wanted to quickly discuss before we run out of time, which we're almost one more minute to go, Um I wanted to know that your view around connection is that it help, will help us leave an impact and legacy um, that we want to leave. And we're going to talk about that in further shows, but that's what sits behind connection, Damien. Yeah, so, I mean, this is this is it. This is about, this is what the soul of business is about. I see all these amazing people, um, you know, impacting people around them so brilliantly. Um, yes. without a vision for what happens next. And so yes. without the vision of what happens next is we retire or we die and it's gone, yes. you know, but this, this, yes. these connections are so like when we get these connections right and we, we, you know, everything fits in place, this yes. impact we're having should survive us, you know, for the world to be a better place. It should be it generational. That's right. It, it should yeah. it should keep going, and you know maybe it's maybe for 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 you it's a mother passing her wisdom to a daughter. Maybe for someone else it's yeah. I've birthed this thing. I've got it to a stage. This is where you know I need to step away because, but for it to be a true service to the world, it's got to be part of this this bigger yeah. thing over here that you know it becomes part of someone yeah. someone else's dream at that point, and it gets bigger and it grows like yeah. that. So yeah. there's there's lots of different ways of um for legacy to happen legacy is one of the um you know legacy in business terms is called an exit strategy so so let's call (laughs) let's call it legacy um but you know this is this is one of one of the biggest tragedies i see in you know purpose driven people is that there's no thought to what's left behind once i'm finished and you know that's one of the the things that i want to bring you know make available to everyone is let's let's have this survive us let's have this you know what we're doing is so important that this should be beyond us 100 percent. yeah yeah damien thank you so much we are almost completely out of time yet again what a fantastic conversation to have today um listeners we'll be back next week and to talk further about the soul of business in the meantime i encourage you to jump on to the soul of business dot academy where you'll see the thought and training behind what we've been talking about uh, Damien, as I said, has a wonderful community and tribe around him. And if you're wanting to be part of that versus what is not working for you, I encourage you to connect with Damien um, and have a talk about the soul of business and how it can help you. Damien, thank you so much for joining me again this week. I can't wait till next week. Um, I think we have universal laws on our list for discussion next week. Um, and right. hopefully <laughs> hopefully, we'll be able to fill a show with amazing stories from Damien about um, from his business wisdom. Don't forget, jump on the Soul of Business Academy. Check out what Damien has to offer. It's fantastic Seeker training level stuff. It will change the way you think about business. Damien, thank you so much. And that's our lot for this week. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Bye for now. Over to you, TJ.